Hello, and welcome back to Whatever It May Be, with, uh, with me, Jerry Krevnar. Um, I'm playing all the latest hits from the, from the 90s. Um, with me in my, my bedroom today, very lucky man. I have a, a, a friend of mine that I just met recently who uh, he rides a bicycle pretty well. And um, he does other things pretty well, and he's he's a, he's a striking bald man. And I always love when I get like a really good looking bald guy on the podcast because it's never happened. <laughs> and uh, right now, I'm the only good looking bald guy on the podcast, so I had to acquire some time from my good buddy Ryan Mills, BMX extraordinaire. And uh, I'm happy to have you here, buddy. Wow, man, I appreciate it. That's quite the intro. I was going to do, like, the rundown. Like, I was going to, like, research all the uh, the things that you've done with, with BMXing and whatnot. Yeah. And I was just going to be like, he's done this. He's done this. But then I was like, you know what? To me, he's just Ryan. Yeah. Just just a really cool guy with a, a sick-ass uh, sick facial hair and a, and a great bald head. I feel like you're just Jeff. That's me. Yeah. So, that's exactly who I am. Yeah. So that's, that's good. But if I was, by the way, I, I put little bicycles on my screens. Does that make you feel at home? A little bit. Um, yeah. Well, uh, would you ride a bike like this? Yeah, I kind of do. I don't have pegs on my bike, but. You don't like pegs? I used to. You're not a grinder? I'm a, I, used to, I grind on my pedals sometimes, but I used to be a grinder, and that was like 20 years ago. You can grind on your pedals? Yeah. That's sick. Yeah, it's it's a little harder, more so difficult. You've been riding a bike for how long? Uh, I just thought about this the other day. So I started racing in 1990. Really, like racing BMX bikes <sighs> on tracks, and then, then kind of like gave that up for a little bit, and then started again in '97. So why didn't you ride your bike here today? It's in my trunk. Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay. Well, I just feel like if you were like a super BMX rider, you would have rode your bike here today. Oh, hold on. I would have no, read it today, it. but I would have been here tomorrow. So, because I oh, that's true. An hour drive. That is, that's true. Yeah. Well, I mean, if I wasn't, if if I was to introduce you to a group of people that you didn't know and didn't know you, mm-hmm. and they were to be like, "So, what is it? What is it that you do, or who are you? How would you How would you answer that question?" I mean, there's layers. And there is. I feel like there yeah, is layers. It gets real deep. I can't just say you're like this BMX rider. I mean, you can. You are. Yeah. But what have you won? What have you accomplished in the BMX world? I mean, I've invented some tricks, um, which is awesome. I've won best tricks in contests, and like the Dew Tour, the Triple <laughs> Crown. Nice. Um, I wasn't really like the best contest rider. I did a lot of like. More magazines and bike videos and all that. Right. And I was the first street rider, BMX street rider on Monster Energy Drinks. Wow. So I kind of like paved the way for that contract so that you didn't have to write contests if you didn't want to. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, yeah. that's, that's a lot more than I've done on a bike. You know, I can bunny hop. That's pretty good. I should say I used to be able to bunny hop. I probably haven't done it in several years. Well, I do have my bike. We can find out. We can try it out. Yeah. I, you know what I was good at when I was younger is inline skating. 
say that. Oh, yeah, that's probably, that's probably frowned upon in the BMX world. Because yeah. we got in your way a lot. Yeah. But you know what? I went to skate parks, and BMXers weren't there. Okay. Like, like skate parks, skate parks. Not like the parks around here where it's, like, primarily bikes. Did you have the Jinkos? I did wear Jinkos. Because mm. they fit over the skates so good. Yeah. It's necessary. Jinkos were, like, these pants back in the 90s that were, like... You could fit a small family of five in each one of the legs. Yeah, they're coming back. I saw that. Yeah. I thought that was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. But I'm I'm very excited to see them make a comeback. Maybe I'll buy a pair. That'd be so sick. And just really rock it. You can't really wear those on a bike, though. They get stuck in the chain. Yeah, you're not going to go you've, far. You've had jeans stuck in the chain before? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. What I, see these tight jeans? You got to wear them tight. Wear them tight. Got to wear them tight. Yeah. But I did inline a little bit. I did play did hockey. You? I played hockey back in the day. What kind of skates you rocking? I don't know. K2 probably. K2 is yeah. a good one. <laughs> yeah. I had Solomon S2s. Oh, I remember those. Yeah. They were good. Yeah. I had little Torx plates yeah. so you could Torx slide. Dude, I, was, I mean, I was good at skating. I don't know what happened. I did a backflip once and a front flip. But bikes that were just like anything where you can bail. Yeah, I was never good at. Yeah, just strapped to your feet. You're good. Skates, yeah. I couldn't bail, so you like you had to get good, you know. Yeah. Um, but one of the other things that I I find interesting, which you know we get into in depth later after we're done fucking around, but one of your other pinnacles of your life story is that you did overcome addiction after your success in yeah. BMXing. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I saw what there was a title in some other podcast you were on, yeah, or something that was like from. From uh, BMXing to addiction and back, or to like hell and back, or something. I don't know. Yeah. But I thought it was interesting how they they put it that way. They were like, "Wow, he he had all this stuff, and then you know, then he he did this, and then he came back from it, and yeah. Now you're on that journey of coming back from it. How how long have you been sober? Oh man, five five years, eight months. That's awesome. Like that. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll be I'll be coming up on um seven years. Really? In May. Did you go as hard as I went? I did not. Okay. I was an alcoholic. It's still pretty that's pretty, pretty like, hard. Really but, hard to get off of because it's just yeah, like it's much more easier to get and yeah. I was on heroin for those yeah. who don't know. Um, you were on heroin and, and, and meth. You didn't and just start. And, you didn't just start on heroin. No, no. I started on, you know, just the little pain pills. Uh huh. Suboxone. Yeah. Not Suboxone. That was later. That was later. Yeah, that's when you're trying to that quit. That was trying to quit. Yeah. But, yeah. uh, yeah, the oxys and all that shit. Um, wow. Yeah. It was, you know, bike injuries and. So it was surgeries. because of bike injuries. It was because of bike injuries. It wasn't recreational at first. At the same time, yes, I was getting into like that curiosity of. Oh, okay. You know, watching Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Yeah. And. That'll do it. What am I going to. Tried today. Wait, when am I going to yeah. feel that? <laughs> yeah. So I get it. Uh, yeah. Kind of just kind of happened at the same time and kind of took over pretty quick. Now, do you feel like there was a stretch or a period of time where it took over, but you were still able to function? Oh, yeah. That I was. So I was like a pro bike rider. I mm-hmm. had a full time job. I was a full time college student. Right. Um, and had a full-time girlfriend wow. and all this stuff at once. And all at the same time, shooting up heroin in the bathroom in between classes. That's, that's, that's wild to me that, that that's, you know, like a, a plausible 
thing that can happen. Like somebody could have all that going for them yeah, and still be, you know, and, and this is something that kind of went under the radar of your peers. Um, people knew I was fucking around with pills, right. but when it advanced, I kind of like kept that on the low for a while. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, man, it, it was just a whole lot of shit. I had a contract with monster getting paid. And wow. so I was like, Really easy to get mon- money for the drugs, and I had prescriptions from doctors. And in 2010, I graduated college, uh, broke up with my girlfriend, quit my job, and kind of just like stopped writing and just became a full-on drug addict. <coughs> you say you stopped writing. I mean, was that like? It was like a slow decline, but like the last year of my contract, I didn't touch my bike, but I had like photos kind of logged back that were coming out in magazines so it looked like i was still riding so i was still getting paid do you feel like you lost that desire to ride your bike (laughs) through drugs or oh yeah yeah i remember thinking like what the hell am i doing like on these little kids bikes doing these stupid really tricks and yeah because it kind of just takes over your brain yeah Mm. that's i mean that's fascinating to me well and you have no time but to get money right to find drugs and if you don't have the drugs that's all you're going to get and nothing ever clicked like, well, I, in order to get money, I'm going to have to keep doing this. Well, I started to hang out with some shady characters. Some shit's always yeah, how it goes. Yeah. Huh? And they taught me a valuable trade called shoplifting. Ah, yes. Yeah. And so. Did you ever get caught for that? Oh, yeah. A lot. Oh, yeah. Well, I wouldn't say a lot. I, I went to jail 14 times. Wow. But. Keep in mind, I stole every day for eight years. So, so that, it's, yeah. That's, the ratio is pretty good. You're I, pretty, I was doing pretty good. So I'm going to have to check my room when you leave. Uh, you should probably check it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. If you're that good, then. Yeah. Shit's missing already. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, these um, these talks and stuff that I'm sure you've, you've gone through multiple times with these kind of, this subject of addiction and yeah. overcoming and all this other stuff. And, you know, somebody who's addicted to alcohol and dealt with that and yada 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 like you know i don't i don't ever really like to to get too far into the depth of it you know if it makes people uncomfortable but i will say that like there is this kind of fascination with um kind of the day-to-day for somebody who's addicted to these kind of things in a sense of like when i see footage or when i see like where someone was like a, like a pictures from somebody when they were in that thing, as opposed to like in, in comparison to what they look like now and whatnot or things that they might've done. And I think it was you that posted um, a video uh, and it was, I don't know if it was a time lapse or just, it was edited, you know, properly to where I saw everything kind of go down, but it was like, <clears throat> Oh yeah. It was a, it was a carousel. You could swipe over and it was photos, but it was like, yeah, yeah. but it was like the, the whole process of like, you getting the heroin, doing it, your girlfriend stealing it. Yeah. And then I'm sleeping. And then you looking for it. I was like, what? what? Yeah. So did you just put that camera there? You're like, somebody's stealing my heroin. I'm going to find out. No, I just, so you, you, when you go around, you're like stealing shit all day. Yeah. It's just like you steal whatever the fuck. Right. And, and it so, becomes second nature. Yeah. So I was like stealing these baby monitors because like a lot of people were buying them. Wow. At Toys R Us. And they were like $200 a pop and they're super easy to get there. I would go and, you know, take a baby stroller from inside of there. Or, That's crazy. Or Baby's RS or something. I think it's called. And yeah. I, would, I would just put like five or six boxes of those monitors in there with cameras and then just walk out the store. And so I had an extra one. 
And I was like, fuck, <laughs> I'm just going to put it in this room and see what the fuck goes on. And right. like, at the same time, like maybe catch some crazy shit. And then I forgot about it. And then, and then you, know, you years later came, came missing. Something it wasn't even from that. It was like, I didn't years later. I found this years later. Yeah. Like in my emails, I was like, cause it would, it would send you an email every, every couple of seconds when there was movement in front of the camera. That's crazy. A photo. And so I just have like tons of photos of this room and it's like, it's cr- I was like, Oh my God, this is you insane. probably put out a picture book. Yeah. It'd be yeah. <laughs> fucking I mean, heroin it, picture book. It's crazy how much you like you recall when you're looking at these photos, like something I would have never remembered. Right. Yeah. And I was just like putting the pieces together and like remembering the whole scenario. I'm just like, Oh my God, this is so crazy. <laughs> so oh man, that's <clears throat> it's, it was very fascinating for me to watch. I remember looking at the post being like, this yeah. is just like a, a place and time and a life I've never known. Yeah. And you know, I, I did have problems with like, pills and oxys and stuff for a very brief moment of my life yeah but it was never it's like one of those things where you, you just kind of realize it's not for you yeah and you can just kind of easily toss it away what was your breaking point for alcohol why, um why did you stop you know i my brother had uh his first child uh my niece ava mm-hmm. and um i had woke up after like i went to the doctor and the doctor was like you know you're you're fucking up bad. Your liver looks terrible. It's not going to get any better. And, you know, if you don't stop, you, you know, and, and he wasn't like, if you don't drink in moderation, you if you don't, stop. you know, he's yeah. like, you have to quit. And I was like, fuck that, you know, whatever. I was at a point in my life where I didn't care, really. Yeah. And um, then I woke up in Vegas, actually. I was still living in L.A., but I was here. And I was in Vegas because a friend of mine was performing or had something going down. I think the billboard music awards was going down and I was there, you know, and uh, I woke up and I had just been partying all night with my friends before, but I was like in the bathtub at like the MGM grand. Uh-huh. And I just woke up and like my chest was covered in blood, Oh, you know, like, yeah. and my friend was just hysterically crying on the bed. She was just like, what the fuck? Like, I don't know what to do. I don't know who you are. I don't know what is wrong with you. And then I thought of my niece and I was like, I, this has got to stop. This yeah. has got to stop. Like, this is something that now it's real to me. Mm-hmm. I think there's just like a point in addiction where yeah. you don't think anything's real. Yeah. Everything just seems like you're invincible and it'll be okay as long as you find your way because you spend so much time being able to find uh, you know, a resource of how to get what you're addicted to that you feel like that's yeah. the only give and take of life is like, if I'm able to do that, then I'll be able to live. Yeah. And then when it becomes real, yeah. what was your breaking point? Oh, well, I had been to jail 13 times mm. and the 14th time and you're like cold turkey and off of heroin and yeah. whatever else you're on at the time. Mm-hmm. And it's just so miserable. And I, I can the imagine. life is just of like stealing all the time. It, it's very tiring. I had to, you know, my girlfriend was like a high-end prostitute. And that was tiring. <laughs> I can imagine. And uh, it, it was just, I was kind of done. I was just like, I woke up in jail. And I was like, you know, this is the last time I'm doing this. Really? And uh, I obviously went back and forth in my head a few times about it while I was in there, but I had right. enough time. It was like six months this time. I was sitting in there. I had enough time 
bouncing the idea back and forth in my head. And then the public defender called me on the phone and was like, hey, um, we're going to give you drug court because these are a lot of drug charges if you want it. Or you can go to prison for three years. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay. And, and if you complete drug court, we'll drop the felony and you won't have a felony on your record. I was like, all right, well, here's, here's my chance. It's a good option. Like, this is the end of the line right. where my life is basically ruined. And I stuck to it somehow. It was fucking crazy hard, but <coughs> at the same time, looking back on it, it's so fucking easy. Yeah, well. Is it just like not doing something? It's, it is. It's, 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 yeah. It's, people ask me like what my mindset is in my on my sixth year versus my third year yeah and i'm really like you know my third and six aren't that that different yeah. but my my third year and my first year are completely are different. super yeah. different first year is insane it's because it's so much of just like trying to find yourself beside right the the addiction what do i do without this? what yeah what yeah. what is my life without this and also very key how component? the fuck do i do laundry how the and fuck how, yeah what do i how, like, how do I wake up every day? And remembering things yeah. and being like, wow, this is crazy that I, I I didn't black out last night. Yeah. I don't know how to live a day where I didn't black out yesterday. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I think for me, especially, it was just like, it was tougher for me because drinking is so recreational yeah. and it is so much of like an openly accepted thing Yeah, where it was harder to escape. Right. Whereas to like, if you stop hanging out with the right people, you can quit. You yeah. know, you can not be around heroin, not necessarily right. quit it easily, yeah. but you can not be around it easily. Yeah. Um, you know, depending on what your situation is. But mine was, you know, I was in, you know, I was in LA. I was with all these, these celebrities, these, these people that were doing what I was doing. These, you know, friends of mine that were just drinking every night and partying. So it was normal. It was college, you <laughs> yeah. know, it was basically college all yeah. over again. But, you know, <clears throat> That first year was just tough. Yeah. That first year you had to find, I had to find a spiritual value yeah. to be able to still go out and socialize. What Did you just do it on your own? Did you go to meetings? Did you... I started off at meetings. Meetings, yeah. But the more and more I went to meetings, the more I wanted to drink. I found the same thing. And I felt, so you felt yeah. like. I had to, I was forced to go with the, with the court. Stuff right. And for a year and. The day I didn't have to go, I stopped going because it was crazy. Well, I, like, exactly. Yeah. And you get in this kind of mindset of like, this is so, this is so, so miserable for me. Yeah. And they're telling you, you can't get sober if you don't finish the 12 steps. You can't, yeah. if you go out of these rooms, you're going to go back and you're just like, dude, fuck you. Like, so maybe might be right for some people's some dynamic. People, some people just don't have a life and they grew yeah. up and, you know, that's all they know. That's all they know. And that's all they're going to know. And those people always just come back into the meetings high or drunk, and you're just like, oh, my God, I can't fucking be around this no. shit. It's like, oh, relapse is part of it. And you're just like, it doesn't have to be. No. Yeah, you can just be done. Right. Yeah. And that's 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 another thing. It was just kind of like, you know, I was with all these alcoholics that were just kind of like, hey, man, like, we're going to go have a few drinks, which yeah. is different for us. And I'm just like, yeah, that might work for you. Yeah. It doesn't work for me. Yeah. But – I learned a long time ago that my best way to kick anything is to do it on my own. Yeah. Because of the fact that, you know, I did have an oxy problem very briefly mm. and it wasn't until I shut myself out yeah. and, you know, did my own form of rehab yeah. without involving anyone else, mm -hmm. including my parents or anybody to yeah. where 
I just, I, I kicked it. And, and not only did I, did I kick it, but I built up enough of a resentment towards it to mm. never want to go back to yeah, it. Yeah, I, yeah, same thing. It was like my, I hated it. Right. Like, hated anything to do with it. Even just like, like my, my girlfriend would be like, oh, I'm going to go get drinks with my friends. I hate when people say, I want to go get drinks. I'm just like, fuck, I hate, like, <laughs> why do I hate this? It's normal. It's right, fine. Right. It's, you don't it's have okay. a problem. But why do I, why does that make me cringe so hard? But it does. But I think like there's people that have um, individual hobbies such as bike riding, such right. as writing music, mm-hmm. such as doing shit on your own. Like I think you kind of have a, a, a foot ahead of everybody else in like knowing how to deal with shit on your own. Absolutely. Better. Absolutely. I, I feel like there's definitely like a key element of distraction and people that have other yeah things going like on artistic stuff basically right is and like very helpful in like getting sober because i'm i'm sure just like me you probably have friends that didn't get out of it because they don't have those distractions yeah exactly and uh you know i'm, I'm definitely thankful for that yeah um but you know i i with addiction and and getting out of it and and everything that you've dealt with going back to the bmx world yeah. How has that been? I mean, has it kind of been with open arms or has it been kind of, has there been, you know, companies that are hesitant to work with you or, or you know, at contests first, or whatever? At first I was in a sober living house and I was begging my old sponsor for a bike and it took a few months for them to like, be like, right. oh, he's not going to sell it for drugs. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that was helpful. And I have a lot of supportive friends in the BMX community. That's good. That kept me sane in that first year. Mm-hmm. Every weekend, come pick me up. I didn't have a car. I didn't have anything. You That's know, good. So they come pick me up. We go to skate parks. And without that support, my family's support, it's a lot harder, too. And a lot of people that don't have support, it's pretty hopeless for, too. And it can be done, but it's like, damn, man, it's, like, tough for you. Which but, is, like, a really beautiful thing for, you know, your industry of yeah, what and, you do. Cause I mean, I, all, obviously, like, the BMX community parties like a lot yeah and but i'm like so open and i talk a lot about this shit that people for the most part already know not to offer me anything and and it's cool that that they have that kind of insight and foresight and they're like okay yeah no we can do this but not you know yeah and bmxers are just like all shapes and sizes and just so different from each other but you have like common ground of bmx right that's why you're like you can be around those people and I feel like it's it's so much more of a serious thing. You know, I don't want to I don't want to put any addiction more invalid than any other addiction or, you know, weigh the tables of this and that, but I feel like with heroin and harder drugs it's so much more of a serious thing that it's a lot easier communally for people to be like, yeah, let's not offer them that. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, I haven't run into anyone doing heroin <laughs> and BMX. So, but right. the, the drinking and the weed and the, you know, cocaine or right. all that shit like Normal party drugs or whatever I see occasionally. Um, yeah. I'm just like, whatever. Yeah. I still smoke cigarettes, so that's... I'm just right. Like, I'll well, smoke a cigarette. If I can. You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so with that being said, like, but with alcohol, I find it getting offered to me so much more than I want it to Oh, be. yeah, yeah. And sometimes to the point of when people that understand what it's like to drink in moderation or they do, or they're very functioning or whatever, when they don't grasp the idea of what sobriety is and they think that like, it's as easy as having a cheat day, like on a diet. Right. 
and you're like a fool for not doing it. Yeah. That's when I'm like, really, I get upset. I actually got thrown out of a bar one time. I was at a bar visiting some people that came into LA from out of town and I was just hanging out with them because they were drinking and I, I had, you know, gotten to the point where I could hang around people that are drinking. Yeah. And, uh, a guy came up to me and was like, Hey man, I'm, I'm one of your biggest fans. And I was like, Oh, cool. That's really cool. I appreciate that. You know? And he's like, yeah, man, you got to take a shot with me, which right away told me you're not a big <laughs> fan at all <laughs> because if you were, then you would know that I was sober, but I just said, Hey, you know, man, I'm, I'm actually sober now, but I appreciate it. Um, I'd love to buy you a shot. And he was like, no, nah, man, don't buy me a fucking shot. Just take a shot with me. And he just kept pressing the issue. And I was like, Hey man, I appreciate it, but I don't drink and I don't want to drink. And he's like, I get it, the whole sober thing, but you could take one shot with me. I was just like, no. I was getting, like, super heated. I was like, no, I don't. Finally, he comes up, and he puts the shot glass, like, straight up to my lips. And he's like, just one fucking shot, dude. Don't be a pussy. And I just fucking launched him (laughs) across the bar. Like, I fucking put my power into my hands and just, like, I had a moment where I was like, if I was a superhero, how would I push this guy? Because I wanted to make sure it hurt because I was yeah, so pissed. Yeah. And I did. He fucking flew. And he got up and he started, you know, cr- you know, screaming and shit. And then that's not how I want to f- treat people that know who I am or that are fans of mine. Yeah. But this guy was an asshole, obviously. But then the bouncer or the, the door guy, I should say, comes over and he's like, hey, man, you can't be pushing people. You got to leave. Yeah. And yeah. so I'm like, I'm trying to explain it to him. He's like, I don't care. I don't need an explanation. Just go. And really, he's been looking at me all night like, this motherfucker's not drinking. Why is he here? Yeah, we're not making any money off this. Not making any money off this fucking guy. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, this fucking piss ant on the floor has probably spent <laughs> upwards of $400 on shots for everybody else. Yeah. So I get it, but that's just the way shit is. Yeah, that's another bonus of not drinking is saving a lot of money. A lot. <clears throat> Dude, if I was still drinking, oh my God. I can't even imagine the kind of money I would not have. The vine money would be gone. It'd be gone. Yeah. Absolutely gone. You know what's funny is I, I've i never been on vine ever in my entire life. You know what's funny? I've, I've, I've heard about it. I love that you brought that up because here's the situation. I'm sure you've, you've, you're on Instagram. Yeah, I've heard of vine. But you've heard of vine. Yeah. I'm sure you've been on TikTok. I actually... Barely. Barely. Yeah, I don't have a TikTok. But you kind of know what it is. I know what TikTok is. It's kind of more forced in your mind on like a weekly or daily basis than Vine ever was. Yeah. And, you know, the the, here's the deal with Vine, which is so funny to me. Not funny so much as interesting. So Vine had anywhere on on its good day, on like a fucking solid Vine day, it had 40 million active users. Jesus. You say Jesus because that's a lot. What's TikTok? <laughs> is that, is that where we're going? <laughs> that's a lot of people. You think 40 million. That's f- and at the time, it was very, it was like, there's no way. Yeah. But there wasn't a lot of kids on it. Yeah. So we lost a lot of numbers because it was a very much adult app, maybe, maybe 16 to, you know, 35 and, and sometimes even higher. TikTok, the most followed creator on TikTok has over a hundred million followers. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Just to just to show you yeah. how fucking much bigger that app is. Yeah. And I mean their active users are probably in the billions. I don't know. For sure. But 
back in the day, 40 million was like, oh shit. And if you had two to three million out of that 40, that was a good percentage yeah. following you. Oh yeah. So, but that just goes to tell me how household Vine was. And it wasn't really that household, if you think of it. Because 40 million, it's a lot. Yeah. But I wouldn't consider it household in the grand scheme of 100 million just following one person on TikTok. So when people tell me that they didn't Vine or that they didn't see my Vines or they never really watched Vine, at first, when Vine first like died and people said that, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. At the height of my success, if somebody told me that they didn't know what Vine was, I was, I was floored. It's like, what? How? Yeah. Now I have such a good understanding of why. Because, you know, it, it is what it is. It wasn't that crazy. My excuse is I didn't have a phone for fucking five years. <laughs> so. well, I mean, and that's, that's a lot of people's excuses that yeah. they, they just weren't on their phone like that. Yeah. I mean, I didn't. I had a flip phone to buy drugs and that was it. And then that the a little new burner one. phone. Yeah. Exactly. So I get it, though. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. You know, you know who I am now. Yeah. You're, you're, you know, you absorb my content on Instagram. I very, I appreciate it because I have a thirst for comedy in Good. the world because I have to find things funny. I, I get with it. a sober mind. At there first I was like, dude, I'm going to be so fucking boring. And <laughs> I started seeing all these like sober people, like comedians, like <clears throat> doing shit. And I'm just like, oh, you can just be normal. Yeah, man. You don't I have think to have an excuse to be funny. Like it's, it's why it's a wild world. Comedy, yeah, yeah. comedy and addiction and drinking is such like a. It, it it's there's like this crazy it's not even crazy there's just kind of like this world that's there's no line in between it's it's weird it's it's like a lot of comedians find so much more material in sobriety than they ever would in drinking oh, or, sure. you yeah. know recreational moderation whatever yeah and then some can't fucking do it without being drunk yeah and I, I used to do stand-up. <clears throat> I have never, well, I've maybe once or twice I've done stand-up sober. So, yeah, I was, I did a lot of art when I was high. Right. And I kind of don't anymore. I do tattoos, but, like, right. very simple things. But I used to just draw all day long and write weird, crazy, druggy poetry. And dude, shit. druggy poetry, yeah. dude. And druggy so, poetry mixed with the picture book from your baby cameras, I'm telling you. Dude, I, there's a market for I it. I lost so many fucking diaries <laughs> and like sketchbooks. Uh, my the last time in jail, um, it all got put in storage, and the storage oh, didn't wow. get paid and got auctioned off. So I just lost everything I owned. Like <sighs> it was devastating. I was just like, "This is crazy." But is there? I got to start fresh, so that's cool. Oh, that's I mean, yeah. that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Is there like um? Is there ever like times when you struggle with memories? Oh, all the time. Where you're just yeah. like, I don't, like, I just, that part of my life is kind of blacked out. Legit blacked out. And, and, and to me, and this might not be the same uh, experience you've had with it, but to me, it's like, you know, I'm 34. Yeah. I don't feel 34. I feel 27 because I feel like so many of my years were taken from me that yeah. I feel like I woke up at 27. No, I feel 100% the same way. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I'm so. Like probably 26 mentally. Right. Yeah. And oh, I'm man. 37, so right, yeah. So yeah, it's 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 so much of like it's weird. You because there's portions of your life that, even though you were there, you were firing on whatever cylinders to make society and the people around yeah. you know that you were alive. Mm -hmm. You you don't remember any of it, and that's me with like most of college, <clears throat> oh, yeah. a lot of my my beginning time in LA, and a lot of like before I moved to LA. I have like 
some memories from college, but I can't remember any of what, like sitting in a classroom and being talked to by like a professor. Like, I yeah, remember, I remember like certain like activities hanging <laughs> out and shit. But like, I feel like those are the only times I do remember because those are the only times I was using my brain. Yeah, while <laughs> I was just like there. Yeah, <laughs> so it's wild. So I see you did um. What was it? Was it like an awesome shit event with Adam 22? And oh, yeah. That was super fun. That looked fun. Yeah. Catfish was telling me stories about yeah. how was, wild it was. Honestly, like BMX needed that. Um, yeah. Because the COVID shit shut everything down. And yeah, there just has been no normalcy. And that felt normal. And COVID took a big hit on BMX, I'm, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So many. Like, that's why Catfish is out of an announcing yeah. job, basically, because. You know, there's nothing going on. So. Well, he's picking it back up now. We'd yeah, love to see it. Slowly coming back, and hopefully this fucking Omicron shit yeah. just, like, wipes through everybody, and then there's like, no worries. It's but. supposedly just, like, a very, very weak variant that, that is just telling us how weak yeah. the, the whole virus is becoming. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah, so hopefully good. we'll be able to live beside it soon and not have to fucking... Yeah, dude, that event was cool. Yeah, man, it looked fun. Yeah. Was... And Adam does stuff with BMXing a lot, or no? Yeah, he started from BMX. Did he ride himself? Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, he had a pretty successful website called The Come Up, and he started doing, like, podcasts with BMXers, and then he started doing, like, the SoundCloud rappers, and then... Wow. Yeah, I never know. Progressed. Seems like he's doing everything. Yeah. So, yeah, he's on some shit is his uh, BMX clothing brand, and... Right. uh, For whatever reason they put me on, I was like, whoa, okay, this is crazy. Like, do you want to go to this road trip with us? And... Didn't that's sick. I was like, Oh, I'll just go on this road trip, cool. And I didn't realize like they were putting me on the team. I was like, Oh, crazy. That's dope. And he's like, Yeah, uh, BMX needs another Ryan Mills edit. I was like, Fuck, okay. <laughs> so Is there ever a so, time when you're riding your bike where you feel thirty seven? Oh yeah, all the time. Damn, yeah, yeah man. Cause I've never I haven't done things with the exception of like cardio and stuff like that. Like I used to play basketball a lot. Yeah. I used to ride in line, I used to, you know, do all that stuff. I haven't really done that extensively enough to feel how old I am yet. Yeah. It's the injuries last longer for sure. Uh, yeah. Back pains, all that, but honestly it's not that bad. And it, right. After like the first year of riding again, it kind of like, I felt like I was dying the first year. I was like from the exercise and like right. internally my body's like healing and all these organs, my brain's healing. My bones are like basically dust from all the fucking heroin Taking away the density of it or whatever. True that. I feel like it's not so much that, uh, I feel like we felt the same pain when we were younger. There was just so many, so much other things in our body going on with our body that distracted us, you know? Well, also, yeah, but you just heal a little bit faster, I think. Yeah. What do you do now when you're like in pain? You don't, you just just let it ride, huh? I lay in pain. Yeah. Lay in pain. Broken my hip, broke, had surgery on my wrist, all since getting sober. So it was like, those are like drug free. Fuck. Injuries. Yeah, dude. And honestly, healed way faster than when I was on pain pills, which was really? crazy. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, I think pain pills, like, slow down your healing ability. Yeah, no, definitely. They just make it more comfortable. It's just exactly. Like, you have to ride it out longer. It's like, okay. Just That's wild. Give me the fucking pain and get it over with. Uh, one of the things um, I also wanted to talk about is this little corner of Nevada that I think is so interesting, so historically beautiful. And it's somewhere where you were raised? Yeah. Boulder, Boulder City. City. <clears throat> yeah. This, 
every time I go there, it feels like I'm on vacation, even though it's what, like 45, 35 minutes away yeah. from Vegas. Yeah, it's a whole different world. It is. Yeah. A lot of it seems very untouched historically. But yeah. then there's like these cute little shops and things. And I, I see it as a very, to me, it looks very touristy. It is. But uh, you've kind of, you've had a whole life there. Yeah. It's, it's weird. And, what and is life like in Boulder City? It's cool, man. It's like, it's very slow. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I lived out in Vegas for quite a while. Right. After like Boulder City. Yeah. And it's just too much for me. So <laughs> I, I feel you know, there's too many things to make me do bad things. Yeah. No, I feel that. So moved back there probably I think four years ago and it's just been nice. Yeah. You can just do whatever the hell you want to do. You have like a little coffee shop. You got a coffee shop. I got my own waffle there. Your own little waffle there. Yeah. Um, I noticed you were eating a scorpion one at one point. Yeah. There's a little bar you can get a scorpion at. Wow. And you just, yeah. Me, I'm trying to avoid them as much as I possibly can. Yeah, it's getting a little more hip out there. It was kind of like an old person town for a while. Really? But yeah, the kids are opening businesses now, so it's really cooler. Yeah, yeah. I noticed the uh, when I go, I do like the hike for the historical railroad trail yeah, and yeah. stuff by the dam. Yeah, by the dam, and then there's the the little. Um, it's like a track. It's like a railroad track, but like you push. Oh, the little cart. Yeah, the little cart out. things. Yeah. I haven't done that. It's fun. But my I, yeah. Friend, my friend works there. It's cool. Yeah, I've heard it was really fun. Yeah. And then you get to take the train back up. It's cool. That's so stupid. That's like, and what, the, what's in Boulder City? How do you discover BMX and BMX racing? I mean, there's just not a lot to do out there. And they had a BMX track. They did. Yeah. And they have parks out there as well. There's one skate park. And that didn't come till, well, it was pretty early, I guess. But it was like small. And Are you like the king of that skate park? Yeah, I own it. You like you just I've helped build it and really help petition for lights on my own. Nice going to city council and being like, Hey, we need lights, we need back. lights, we need lights. Yeah. And so it's all that's been happening lately. And uh I don't know, man. Boulder City made Vegas. It, yeah. The Hoover Dam, everyone right. lived out there to build that and then Vegas came after. So it's but there's limited growth in Boulder City. We have, I believe, more land. Than Vegas, but I, mean, I would I would believe that. Yeah, but just way less people. But like it's it. also like you, you can't if you want to move to Boulder City, you can't just do it. You can, but you're you gotta have a lot of money. Not too much, but everything's not well. From what was put to me, it was like yo, everybody's like on a waiting list. Well, if you're gonna like build a house, then yeah, you yeah, have to wait. But there's like places you can move. In there. I don't know. Actually, I haven't been on the market in a while. But yeah, because I remember when uh, CJ was looking for a house, there was like, you know, I think there was like restrictions and stuff. Yeah. He and did. like he would have had to wait and he would have. Yeah. And just his lifestyle wouldn't go over <laughs> wouldn't, well there. Wouldn't really. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They wouldn't really welcome him to the, Boulder City. I think the cops would be there probably every night. Yeah. So. Well, you know, he's been in Canada so much. Yeah. I mean, not like his lifestyle is even like that crazy. It's not, but, but it's not Boulder City. It's formidable. not Boulder City. Yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, there's no strip clubs. There's no gambling. Right. There's just churches. and. I'm thinking about all the things I can start in Boulder City. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's churches there? Yeah, there's churches there. Dude, Boulder City preachers must be a whole other thing. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's a that's a HBO Max comedy series waiting to happen. Yeah, come out and make one. Boulder City preachers and pastors yeah. of Boulder City Church. 
You know, like you're far, you're still close enough to Sin City. Yeah. To kind of have this like disdain for it. Yeah. But like also you're far enough away to hate it from afar. And it's just like, I, I would probably only just preach about, they're over there doing terrible things. Over the mountain. Over yeah. the mountain. <laughs> God be with them. You know, like, man, that would be great. Honestly, and this is a great town to raise a kid. And then it's also a great town to, like, not be 16 to, like, 25. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although that's, like, the age of, like, the... The people working in all the shops. Yeah, but they're just like, I want. I wish I lived in Vegas. You know. Yeah, I remember we were at a coffee shop, and the girl that was there was like, "Yeah, we know Ryan." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we probably do. There's probably only three Ryans in this whole town. Yeah, so. yeah, I'm the only one. <laughs> well, that's cool, man. Um, what do you got uh, coming up, BMX? Why are you riding? Um, in anything? Yeah, we got another awesome shit jam coming up. I've been filming for this video that Adams make me do for oh, okay. a year and a half. So, and is it part of the? So you did a separate thing. It was like yeah, it's a whole yeah. We've been filming for going on trips and like just doing a lot of LA stuff every weekend. And there's a uh, you were you were you were promoting this kind of documentary. Oh right, yeah. For a while, what is what is that? Where can we find that? Um, it's called road to recovery you can youtube road to recovery and then ryan mills and it'll pop up right um yeah it's so i work for the state of nevada i got like a job oh nice doing stuff for like advocating for opioid users oh wow so yeah i have this crazy job way to turn it around yeah and that's been really good for me um because it was very hard to find a job and then this job my record like helped me because they needed someone with like peer support that's and good. So now I'm like this prevention coordinator and get to do documentaries and crazy shit. That's so cool, man. Yeah. So it's it's good. Um, it's been playing on TV, all the like Nevada stations, oh, even cool. though like TV is kind of irrelevant these days. But it's out there. It's uh, yeah, man. It's it's becoming more and more of a dead market. But I mean, it doesn't matter because whatever's on TV could easily just be put on the internet. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So how shit works. Yeah, and hopefully we finish this video part up soon because it's kind of like a little ways on me because I like I want it to be good and I'm just like right. I want to also just finish it so I can be like okay I made, it, I made another video since I came back so does it ever weigh on you in a place of like I don't want to revisit this? Uh, no, not really. That's good. Well, I mean, yeah, I wish I could do some of the stuff I used to be able to do, but now I'm like I think more when I'm riding, right. so I'm like. Uh, hold off on that. It doesn't right. have to be that good of a video. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's cool, man. That's uh, it's fucking sick that you're, you know, now in a place where you can give back. Yeah, it's it's amazing. You know? uh, I don't know. I, it's It really feels like a dream a little bit. Yeah. Because, yeah, I, I don't know. I had to, like, relearn how to use a computer and, like, all this <laughs> shit, like, three years ago. I was just like, okay, I'll do this. Because before yeah, that, I was, like, working this shitty-ass tile and marble job, like, oh, delivering yeah. shit and for, like, no money. And I was, uh, like, in drug court. And that kind of stuff wears on your body, too. I was dying. And I was just like, what is the point of being sober? <laughs> <laughs> well, man, it was fucking awesome uh, having you over here and, and, you know, picking your brain and having some conversations yeah. about addiction and, and you know the BMX world. I've always thought you were, you know, one of the many interesting people that I've met since I've been in Vegas. Thank you. 
And uh, I appreciate you for coming on, my guy. Well, I appreciate being able to pick your brain a little bit, too. Yeah, I, man. And if you ever have a podcast or you just want to ask me questions, yeah. you know, I'm always here for it. Bro. I might, actually, because with this job, they're telling me next year I'm supposed to be starting a YouTube channel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so oh, let me help. looking dude. for subjects. I would love yeah. to help, brother. Yeah, so, yeah. All right, my guy. Well, Ryan Mills, you can find him on Instagram. Fine. You find him on, uh, on Vine? Vine. 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 He's on Vine yeah. at Ryan Mills. Yeah. Ryan Mills Vine. Yeah. He put the title of the company <laughs> in his name. <laughs> no, but he's on Instagram. It's just Ryan Mills. It's it's Ryan Mills. It's ITS Ryan, Ryan Mills. Mills. Yeah. On Instagram. And and that's then where I am. That's where he is. I put bike, bike videos on there. Sometimes I try and Some be funny. cool tricks. Yeah. And I don't know. This guy did a cool trick in front of me one time. I was like, all right, what is Ryan going to do? Yeah, I invented that trick. That, it's a beautiful trick. Thank you. It did. So, I don't even know what it was. I can't even recall it. But your body was in the air for a moment of time, yeah. and the bike was upside down. Yeah, my hand was on the ground, and your hand was on the ground. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. It was a plant. Is there a hand, plant in there? Hand plant. Yeah. It's the hand plant. One eighty hand plant. One eighty hand plant. Trademark Ryan Mills. T M R M. T M R M. Yeah. All right, buddy. Thank you so much. And oh, you can uh, find me on MySpace as well. MySpace um, as well. If you want to talk to me on AIM, I'm there. Just look me up. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Dude, I got an instant message coming your way. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, you play me out. You're playing you out. Um, Ryan Mills, ladies and gentlemen, he's, he's graced us with his presence. Go find him on Instagram. Go, go watch his biking videos and listen to his wonderful sounds. See you later. <laughs>